All aboard. FDR. But don't cross that picket line because we're on strike for love. And we're on strike against greed. Yes, indeed. We support the strike, uh, strikes, that is. And we oppose the cluster bombs on all sides of this horrible war and every horrible war and all wars are horrible. Actually, we were going to call this show Clusterfuck the Rich, <laughs> but self-censored for fear we'd be terminated again. 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 Yes, again and again. And so we are here, but still terminated on several platforms. And we are me, Dr. Susan Block, your love doctor, your band on Meta Love Doctor, and Captain Max. Welcome aboard. Hi there. I'm also banned. <laughs> you are banned. I have a band that sings for you. Oh, okay. Well, that's the good band. I'm the bad band. Well, that's a band between, besides the band. Actually, you could call a band the band band. The band band. Right, if they're banned from you know, certain okay, clubs I just and changed venues. The, I just changed the name of my band. Well, I should be in the band band because I have been banned. And the latest place I have been banned is Spotify. What? Why? Because of my sexy voice, my leftist politics, because the name is Fuck the Rich, but it's also FDR Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Is it because I invented and practiced phone sex therapy? Is it because I'm Jewish? <laughs> because I support Palestine? I don't know, but I have been banned on Spotify as of now. And so we're here on Colin, haven't been banned there yet. And we're talking about all kinds of sex. That's why we're banned probably. But then again, politics and love. Maybe we're banned for loving too much. You know, women who love too much, men who love too much. I mean, I think that that is a questionable thing nowadays. If you love the wrong person, sex, love, hate, greed, war, peace, politics, art, current Whoa. events, and the bonobo way. From the capital O scene to the bonobo scene, we go. And we are striking against greed. We are with the strikers. We are not Hollywoodites, really, but we're kind of close. We're Hollywood adjacent. And we stand in solidarity with the writers, strikers, WGA, and with SAG. It's quite intense. Fran Drescher is now my hero. I always liked her in The Nanny, her wild clothes, her Brooklyn accent, her sex positivity, and the way She'd never cross a picket line. That was actually in a couple of episodes of The Nanny, where she was all dressed up, ready to go somewhere, and there was a picket line. No, my mama told me never wear this or that and never cross a picket line. So she didn't, and she's now leading the Screen Actors Guild 
and doing a great job. Bob Iger is on the opposite side. There's several CEOs on the other side that are against the strikers, obviously. They are the CEOs. And it's just horrific how much money they make and how they are denying these hardworking people in the entertainment industry any money, any health care. They are now ready to pay extras or background actors for one day of work and then scan their face in and own it forever using AI. Let me ask you something. How much does Igor make an hour? Igor. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Iger. Oh, he Iger, made Iger, right, $24 million last year. Oh. He has several multi-million dollar homes. I mean, the WGA, the writers group, is asking for 2% of the studio's $300 million in annual profit. And Iger makes over $74,000 like a week. And 87% of Screen Actors Guild members don't make the $26,000 a year necessary for health insurance. But Bob Iger wants to buy another house or maybe a yacht. I hope the orcas go after his yacht. Yeah, and you know where to hit him, right, orcas? You're listening. <laughs> it's the rudder. You get the rudder and then uh, they're awash in the ocean. Did I say he was paid 74000 a week? He is paid 74000 a day. A day. Bob Iger is. And Igor. He is calling the strikers unrealistic. <laughs> While hanging out at the Sun Valley Conference of Billionaires, including Zuck the Cuck, Oh, that guy. Oh, Zuck. <laughs> Zuck. Elon called Zuck a cuck, but he yeah. didn't do it in a very poetic way. He just said Zuck is a cuck. Zuck has new threads, too. Zuck the cuck has new threads, but the emperor has no clothes. Clothes. Those threads are kind of threadbare. I mean, I'm kind of lurking on there. I'm not allowed there because I'm banned on Meta. But Bonoboville is there, so I kind of lurk. And it's not exactly enticing. It's a little boring. Threads? Yeah. Oh, everybody has to be happy. Positive. And positive. But not sex positive. But not sex positive. But sexy is okay. Sexy is okay. Exploi exploitation of sex. Sort of the Kardashian view yeah, of sex. Kardashian. Wearing very little, but covering... The body parts and saying things that are somewhat anti-sex. Kardashian porn. There you go. That's right. That's what is okay on threads. I, I don't know how that got reversed. How is it that you can have titillating butts and buns and all of that, but you can't have real sex? Oh, that's easy. Because titillation sells cars, uh -huh. sells social media platforms sells tickets to concerts, sells everything. But when you're actually being sex positive, sex educational, well, that doesn't necessarily sell anything. 
maybe a few sex toys, maybe a little bit of lingerie, but not big ticket items like sexy guns and sexy missiles and sexy cluster bombs. Ah. That's the bad kind of sex, in my opinion. The kind of sex that is amosexual, that has a gun fetish, that has a cluster bomb fetish. Give me a cluster fuck over a cluster bomb any day. Right. But I'm still intimidated on my own. I'm self-censoring because I was going to call this show Cluster Fuck the Rich because we're fucked the rich. It would have been cute. But we're anyway, rich, we're yeah. striking for love. We're on strike. We're on strike. Okay, and turn off the mics. To put it into perspective, that Sun Valley Conference of Billionaires, which included Bob Iger and Zuck the Cuck, all of whom flew in on private jets... Well, all these CEOs, back in the 50s, they used to make 30 times what their lowest paid worker made, which is a lot. But now, Bob Iger makes 400 times what his workers make. That's what you call obscenity. That is obscenity. But that's okay on social media. That's just fine. That type of obscenity. But I have been censored. I have been terminated on Meta, on Facebook, uh, on YouTube, to on Instagram, Instagram, and on Spotify. Can anyone guess why out there, maybe? Why? Some of you have been listening to the show for a while. Well, we did get a clue from the lawyer that oh. is still negotiating with his colleagues as they to whether I can go back on Instagram. They think we're hookers. Right. Because I say I do phone sex therapy, and I do. Over and the phone. In fact, I invented it. In fact, you did, right. And I practice sex therapy over the phone. And so he says, well, it's okay to be a therapist. It's even okay to be a sex therapist, technically. But this phone sex therapy, he finds questionable. Doing sex therapy over the phone is questionable. Well, when I invented it back in 1991, nobody was doing it. And the other therapist said, no, you can't do therapy over the phone. You have to be there in person. person. Look at the person. Everything has to be face to face. And so, yeah, it was a little questionable back then. But then... Gradually, my colleagues in therapy, sex therapy, and all kinds of therapy started doing sessions over the phone. And by the time COVID came around, everyone was doing sessions over the phone, even medical doctors. Yes, right. As a matter of fact, that's what they like to do today. They don't want to see you come in there with your broken foot and bleeding ulcers and drooping eyeballs, <laughs> you know. So maybe if I called it telesex therapy. If you call it telesex therapy, that might work. That's a mouthful, though. Y yeah. You know what's interesting? You started uh, phone sex therapy. Myself and Queen Adrena, over 50 years ago, started phone sex. 
Well, I think phone sex has been going on ever since old Alexander Graham yeah. Bell started ringing. That's correct. But it was illegal to have phone sex with, mm. your, with anyone yeah. across state lines. Really? So when we started, when we started, right away the FBI showed up because it was a federal offense. Really? Yep. Oh. To have an orgasm over the phone across state lines. You could do it in state. Oh, okay. But not over state lines. Yes. And yeah. was that changed? The law changed? Uh, well, eventually or it was ridiculous. It, it, it was changed, of yeah. course. Yes. Because there's nothing illegal about phone sex. Nothing. Well, I mean, unless you're having sex with your phone. I don't even think that's illegal. No, you I can think use that's your phone as a sex uh, toy. Uh, you can't. No, in California, you can't have sex with vegetables. I don't know about that. No. I know you've said that. I know, I know. But well, people uh, have sex with vegetables all the time. Well, they do, but uh, but it, you're not supposed to. In California, you're saying? But not in other states? It's okay to have no, cucumbers no. as dildos? I, I think it's a, if it was a federal law. Oh, so yeah. not just California. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And in some states, you can't have sex toys. Still. But, you know, you have to be able to have sex with your cucumbers and carrots. After all, they are nature's own dildos. See, I think it's all about wanting you to buy, to consume. consume. And not just eat your carrot after you've had sex with it, but buy things. They don't want you having sex with things that you don't have to pay for. Like if you grow your carrot in your garden. You haven't paid for it, so they don't like that. No growing your dildos. All about greed, 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 brothers and sisters. So we are striking against greed and for love. And Bob Iger is just so tone deaf, so clueless, and so greedy. He makes so much money, and he's saying that these strikers are unreasonable. And by the way, he ruined Twin Peaks. Remember Twin Peaks? I remember Twin Peaks. David Lynch created a masterpiece, and he didn't want to reveal who killed Laura Palmer too early in the series. And Bob Iger said, no, no, you got to tell people. People are impatient. They want to know. Well, as soon as he revealed it, and it was her dad, well, nobody wanted to watch it anymore. It was like, the mystery is over. It was a mystery series. He ruined it. Mm. One awful aspect of Bob Igor (laughs) being so evil is that we really wanted to like him in his war against the equally evil Ron DeSantis. Oh, God. See, Disney against DeSantis, right? And Bob... Igor is Disney. And so it just winds up being corporate evil versus fascist evil. And really, they are related. They're connected. So it's all evil. That's all we get. Meanwhile, they are censoring all that is wonderful. Like me, for instance. I'm banned more and more. And it's demoralizing. It made me censor my own title tonight and I think cluster fuck the rich would have been good but strike for love is okay too and of course Igor is Jewish which is really upsetting as if we don't have enough problems we have Igor being Jewish but at least Fran Drescher is also Jewish and she's so cool 
So we've got it on both sides, which I'm sure that the anti-Semitics are having a field day with, right? Hollywood it was founded by a bunch of Jews with other people, not all Jews. And we're not all in Hollywood. I'm not in Hollywood. There's some Italians in there. Yeah, yeah. And speaking yeah. of Italians and Jews. That'd be nice. RFK <laughs> was in an Italian restaurant. Tony's Di Napoli Tony's, in New York. Tony's Di Napoli. And he's sitting there talking about this and that, mostly about COVID. And I've never liked his anti-vax stance or his pro-Zionist stance. I guess yeah, there's certain things about him I might like, like the fact he wants to pursue peace talks in Ukraine with Russia. But people say he's pro-Putin. I don't know. But I watched this tape of him, and I realized that if RFK is elected, I might find myself in the American equivalent of Auschwitz. I mean, I might get there anyway, but in this tape, which they say was a booze and fart-filled dinner, I guess it's that Italian food. Booze and fart-filled? Yes, what do you mean, that's fart what filled? the New York Post said. They've always got to embellish. Well, there probably were people farting. Well, I'm sure there were, but uh, why bring it up during dinner? Well, probably because they're trying to say that that's what was coming out of RFK Jr.'s mouth. He said that COVID-19 was ethnically targeted to attack Caucasians and black people and to spare Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese people. Now, weren't there some dead Chinese people from COVID? As well as some dead Jews from COVID. Yeah, like a lot of them. In fact, a lot of Jews that are Orthodox did not want to take the vax. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of them got COVID and died. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whole congregations contracted COVID and died. So they didn't get the RFK Jr. memo. And of course, the Chinese had incredible amounts of their own people die and Chinese people here in America, all over the world. Anyway, it's not just absurd, but appalling for him to say this. And I don't usually get all Jewish on you, you know, and I'm very pro-Palestine. I am not a Zionist. But I mean, really, is he saying that now Chairman Z is in cahoots with George Soros? We like George Soros. He is now funding Vice. Right. He bought Vice. Which is going to come out on August 8th, 8-8. Put it in your calendar with our documentary. On the 18th. On phone sex therapy on August 8th, not the 18th. Oh, 8th. 8th. It was going to be July 18th. Okay, right. Now it's going to be August 8th, and I'm all paranoid now that somehow the strikes will interfere. Ah. 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 Right? Right, though. We thought it was nice. Hey, 8-8 is a lucky Chinese number, but maybe it's not so lucky. And now, once again, it will be postponed. I don't know. I hope not. But I do support the strike. Yeah. But you should get back to work because we've got something coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get on Igor's case. Uh, Igor, listen to me. Pay them, please. Pay them. We'll give them 1% of everything we earn. 
which ain't a hell of a lot. Right, right. But that's okay. You should give them 1% of everything you earn, really. That would really? be great. And it would go a long way. Nice gesture. But instead, they're all digging in their heels, these CEOs. And somebody said, we're going to wait and see how they are once they're not paying the rent, they're evicted, they're starving. They're trying to soften them up. Yeah. Which means our Vice documentary might not go on because it's going to be a long, long time. It's just evil, 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 evil. So we are here trying to combat evil on FDR. And we appreciate your participation in our efforts. Solidarity, brothers and sisters. That's right. I see Pam is back. I thought she she divorced us. Oh, no. She wasn't no. here last week. Was she on strike? I, I don't know. <laughs> Amy's here. That's a new face, I guess, right? Free Palestine, says Greg's Lamb. Free Ukraine. I agree. And we are here for freedom. Right. Freedom of speech as well, which isn't as important as freedom of your whole body and freedom to live and make a living but freedom of speech is important it's connected to everything else do you think that people know about you told me about this which i find just unbelievable that if you've joined threads and you have an instagram account and you want to remove a comment if you want to remove threads thread a comment on thread. not a comment just uh. if you want to remove your Threads account, like you're bored with it or you're tired of it right. or you just don't like it, then They're you shut down will your be removed from Instagram as well. Now, that's so they're kidnapping you. Yeah, that sounds like a kidnapping uh, ploy of yes, some sort. Yes, they got you to join Threads because it's very easy to do through Instagram. Mm. And now you have to be in Threads I unless you want to lose your Instagram. I think it's also blackmail. Actually. In a way. Yeah, yeah. they want to build threads. They right. want to destroy Twitter. So did you hear that? If you are going to get off of threads and you're on Instagram. You lose your Instagram. You're going to lose your Instagram. How about that, folks? These are evil people that are running these platforms. Indeed. Like lords of their little fiefdoms. Yeah. And we, we're out there working the land, making them millions and billions of dollars. Absolutely. And these guys want to treat us like we're slaves, basically. Well, Dre Day calls us the true OGs of the industry. The OGs. What, what is well, we, we, the old goats. Oh, the old ghosts, okay. <laughs> the original gangsters. The original gangsters, all right, right all right. righty. It's a right. good thing. It's like being the goat. <clears throat> yeah, we do bite back. The old goat. We're, we're, we're after them. We're, we're after uh, uh, the place where we live, Arcadia, and we're after uh, the, 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 these other guys, uh, this, this lawyer. Actually, when, when you wrote to this lawyer, to clarify things, the other lawyer who said, "Oh yeah, right, you invented that that word, those names," and she's not a hooker. 
actually. She's a real therapist and has only been doing it for 40 years or so. 30 years. Don't 30. make me older well, than I okay. am. Okay, we're all goats. <laughs> <laughs> Can somebody bring me some grass to smoke? No, goats, no. Goats eat grass, they as eat well grass. as tin cans. And, and tin stuff. cans yeah. and things like that, but they don't smoke. But not cluster bombs. No, and they don't smoke. Cluster bombs are total evil. And I am not Putin's dom, (laughs) believe me. (laughs) Please. I don't like Putin at all. And by the way, he's been using cluster bombs. Right. Okay, so he ain't no innocent right here. He's been using them. But, Joe, really, don't use cluster bombs. It's illegal. No, we haven't signed that particular one that says... Well, now we we know why. We won't. Also, we have a whole. We have millions of these cluster bombs, and they're going to expire pretty soon. That's why they're using them. Just like bananas and other fruits and vegetables. But people should understand that these cluster bombs are not just like regular bombs. Not that regular bombs aren't awful enough, but they explode over several football fields right. of. Territory and they, and they drop down. And they don't all go off. Right, because a lot of them are duds because they're already expired or something's wrong with them. So next thing you know, there's a little kid running through the field and boom, suddenly he's gone. So we don't want those. So we support Ukraine, but we'd like to end the war, make kink not war. And we don't want cluster bombs. I mean, the other bombs are bad enough, but the cluster bombs will destroy a lot of civilians. Princess Diana did this whole thing against cluster bombs because they stay in the earth for years after. If this war ever ends, which is questionable, they will be there long after. I agree with the doc, says walrus hung. That's why you're so hung, walrus, for agreeing with me. You gain a couple of inches. Don't cross a picket line. That's right. And we're also going to talk to Christopher. And I see he did a comment here. Bonsoir to all the patriots. Yes, happy Bastille Day. Oh, Bastille Day. Yeah, joyeux jour de Bastille. Jour de Bastille. Let us storm the Bastille. But it's not even the Bastille Day. That was yesterday, actually. Okay, there he is. Bastille Day weekend. We love it. Justice for Dr. Susan M. Block, says Chris, and now he is here. Hello, Chris. Bonsoir. Hey, how are you guys doing this evening? Well, uh, c'est you know, bon, we're c'est good. Bon. We're good. We're always good in a way. I am still. I am appalled now that Spotify has gone into the <laughs> fundamental darkness of banning you, and that's not correct. And I think that's a lot of rubbish. And we will prevail in our quest for justice for you. We will. And I am asking all the fans out there tonight, both of you, if you can, all of you, please. Write letters of support for this woman to be sent to the lawyers. They need to hear from you because this woman has done so much for so many years and has been a lifeline to all married couples and everybody across the world because she's been a staunch supporter of love, peace, relationships, sex, everything, even the kitchen sink, for all I know. That's right. Because she's been the dean of lust and love 
does not mean she is not a bad person. She's an awesome person. She is a superwoman, and she needs us. That's very important, Chris. A lot of people don't know that we're big supporters of kitchen sinks. <laughs> That's yeah. where I wash my vegetables to right. use as dildos. We, we have a kitchen sink. That's true, too. But seriously, though, in all honesty. No, I know. Dr. I know. Susan Block is Thank a you. superwoman. A true superwoman. I do not like what they've done to this poor woman. She deserves her voice to be heard. She needs her voice back to help the world become better. Just because there's some who say one thing, there are a lot of others who say that she is a true, genuine article of romance. Then she deserves her voice to back. Please email your letters to her at the Institute. Email your letters to the lawyer. Please do everything you can. We stand in solidarity of not only Dr. Susan Block, but the adult entertainers, the sex workers, the screen actors guilds who are on strike at this moment. And And I'm standing in solidarity because disabled people should be at the dinner table too to gain main roles in performances of television shows, of movies, everything. We're always acted as the extras. And I think it is essential that we deserve a fair share as well of the of the American dream. And it is part of that Disability Pride Awareness Month that I call on the Screen Actors Guild to make us feel wanted as well, as well as the Writers Guild. They've mentioned us many years in the shows, I found out. Like, for example, the Rockford Files, they mentioned about autism. They mentioned... Um, Quincy M.E. I did a I did an article on this on the Autistic American series about entertainment and autism and stuff. So this is essential now more than ever. We need everyone on board because if we don't fight back now and get our freedoms, we will end up in the dark forever. Please stand with Dr. Blanc. Send them the letters by email to her institute. No, no, they don't send have to them send them to my institute. Hang on, Chris. <laughs> What they should do is sign the petition sign that Rhiannon made, because maybe that that'll too. help. And that too. And yeah. that too. Please. That, that is so essential. But also a letter would go with it uh, as well. Sure. Yeah, you right. Send me a letter. Right. Send, send me and also join Bonoboville and post things about this in Bonoboville. And you I bet. guess we'll have some more ideas. We are also tweeting at the YouTube Twitter account. Yes. That's what Gas Mask Girl started that out. Yes, and I cannot thank her enough. There's for different that. efforts going on. And then there's the lawyers. I'm not sure we should be writing to these lawyers, but I have a lawyer, and my lawyer is talking to the Instagram lawyer, lawyer, and he's bending. He's accepting that perhaps they were wrong. And it's very difficult to admit you're wrong, even when you know in your heart that you're wrong especially as a lawyer, that is difficult. So we're waiting, we're hoping, and we thank you, Chris, for your support. It is so, so appreciated. And we also really appreciate you being such a great example for the autistic people and thank you. for other disabled it. people. Viva la Dr. Block. Viva la Dr. Block. Viva la Dr. Block. Oh, thank you. Long live love. Have a good night, guys. Okay. Okay, Chris. Thank you so much. Chris loves to give speeches. You take care. He does great speeches, though. He does. He won several awards for his activism 
from the Susie Awards, and he might just win another one. Stay tuned. So we have some other comments here and calls, and Adriana is here, which is nice, popping in, but she has some sad news or scary news that our beloved 910 WeHo that we were just at about a month ago for our deep throat screening and the panel that I moderated. And it was a fabulous, beautiful place. Uh oh. And they're in danger of closing. Why? I don't know. I'm going to look at the Twitter here. She put a Twitter link. We come to you with heavy news, and our small, queer run business is facing closure by the end of August. The ongoing economic turmoil has led to rising costs, stagnant wages, and widespread layoffs. Our survival hinges on the support we receive now more than ever. We invite those who are undecided to join us at our upcoming events. Your presence is crucial in helping us sustain the classes and events that enrich your world. In the following month, we will organize a fundraiser aimed at ensuring our continuity. As we navigate through these challenges, we promise to keep you informed every step of the way. The crew at 910 WeHo deeply appreciates your consideration. We kindly request you to purchase a ticket or make a donation to support our cause. Your generosity means the world to us. Thank you for your unwavering love and support. And that is from your kinky queers at 910 WeHo, including the wonderful Tom, Tom, who was very generous himself with us, with his space, with hosting, a Which, screening. Which, by the way, is a beautiful space. It's like three stories. Beautiful. Yeah, with, uh, with balconies overlooking uh, La Cienega Boulevard. And... Uh, a beautiful kitchen, a beautiful space to a bar, or bar. It's very nice. And it's now they'll probably turn it into some sort of corporate, fancy offices. Yeah, support them. I think it's really sad. We should support them. He doesn't say if he even has a chance to stay there, but they say they're facing closure. So maybe it's not a done deal. So we should try to help them out. We want to hear your voice, because otherwise we have to just sort of state what you say in our voice, which is not as much fun as hearing your voice. That is, unless you have a bad voice. But actually, any voice is interesting. You know who has a terrible voice is RFK Jr. That's one reason he'll never win, but also other reasons. And it's too bad. I do like a couple of things he has to say, but I do not like his vax ideas uh, or his zionism and certainly his anti-semitism combined with zionism is just awful it reminds me of the christian right they are anti-semitic as well as zionists it's the ultimate fu right <laughs> cut the pentagon says chris's voice reminds me a bit of fdr the president who actually was disabled. He was in a wheelchair. And not everybody knew that, but he certainly did a lot for himself as a disabled person. I don't know whether he actually did much for the disabled, although people kind of knew he was disabled. They didn't all know, but P. 
people that knew would just see that example and see that, yes, just because you're disabled doesn't mean you can't contribute to society. And in fact, your disability might make you more able in other areas. That's what I believe. In fact, I'm waiting to see how my disabled accounts on all these different platforms are going to make me more able somehow. And they will. I'm working on that. We're working on it. I do think that certain of my physical disabilities, such as my myopia, makes me more of a reader. Maybe. I don't know. Europia? Is that a drug? Myopia. Oh, myopia. Yes. My myopia. Talking, I thought you were talking about opium. Well... Now, this is making me nervous. I'm going to have some I chocolate. I love That's chocolate. It. I am having some right now. <laughs> Although, in the heat, it has turned into, into sort of... Chocolate pudding. Chocolate pudding of some sort. So I'm going to have to lick my fingers. And so Bert Sesame says, Yeah, cluster bombs are bad. All unexploded ordnance is horrible. Greg Slam says, Dr. Susan, you might be wrong about cluster bombs to Ukraine. <laughs> okay. Well, I will explain why I support cluster bombs for Ukraine if you want. And so, sure, Greg Slam, if yeah, you want to put sure. yourself into the call-in area, you can explain tell me it. why you think cluster bombs are okay. And by the way, I don't think they're okay for Russia either. And by the way, I do see Russia and, of course, Putin. I don't blame all Russians. And I am very in awe of the Russian anti-war protesters, many of whom have been put into jail for many, many years. It's just horrific. And so I don't blame all of Russia. But I do blame Vladimir Putin, that is, Vladimir. for bombing first. But I think we have to look more closely at how to make peace and not just at how to hurt the Russians. I agree, we want to defend Ukraine, but I am a bonobo. I believe in making love, not war. And so cluster bombs don't do that. Okay, so let's hear this cluster bomb cluster fluster. Right. Tell, come on, come into the talkie talkie area. Well, I don't know if he's doing that. We would see him if he was. Oh, so okay. Greg Slam, you can come into the calling area like and really hear this. Give the war point of view. The reason that you like cluster bombs, or that you think. Cluster bombs might be okay. I don't want to say you like them. I don't think you're that bad if you're listening to this show. And I want to pay you under the table. If you call, you have a choice tonight. I'm going to give away some things. So I have a beautiful silver necklace, which is a fake. It's not really silver. With a hand and a microphone to put around your neck. And if you call, you get one of those. All right. You okay? get a prize. And for the guys, I have a sparkling gem-like microphone that you can hang around your neck. 
So the girls don't get a sparkly one, but the guys do? The guys get that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Not the girls. The girls <laughs> got the fist and the microphone because they're tough. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's like bonobo, right. ladies. <laughs> Empower the females and nurture the males. But if you want a sparkly one and you're a female, you can also have that. Yes. But you have to go into the call-in area. And then you can have whatever kind of microphone you want. Right, that's right. Really, we yeah. have two kinds. Yeah, you can choose between... The and they're both very phallic. Yes. I mean, if you like little things, you could use them as dildos. Yeah, and they're not as obnoxious as the Italian gold chains. Well... The, the mafia wears. Kind of, yeah. You could use eh, them you know, I, I, as, I, I, like, bling. Yeah. Well, Especially the sparkling one. I put a little leather chain on mine because I don't want to be too obnoxious. Right. <laughs> and I more see. Hip- Everyone has their level of obnoxiousness yeah, yeah. they're willing to cross. More hippie-like, you know? So, Bert Sesame says, to Greg Slam, and I guess to me, the problem with Russia in Ukraine is how can Russia pull out and save face? And see, that to me is the great challenge for any peace negotiator. And I'm not saying it's easy, but peace must be negotiated. And I see Greg Slam says, we didn't worry about Nazi Germany or Imperial Japan saving face in World War II. No, and we ended up creating a nuclear holocaust in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. And we shouldn't do that because number one, that's not right. And number two, they can do it back to us now. Greg is on. All right, All let's right. talk to Greg. Let's talk to Greg. Let's see if he wants to bomb the crap out of the Russians. <laughs> okay, hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. Hi there, that's funny what you said. <laughs> did I say it or did she say it? Who gets the points for you? Dr. Susan gets it. Oh, thank you. And I get the sparkly microphone, too. And so do you. Would you like the sparkly microphone or the silvery microphone? That's pretty cool, but how are you going to get that to me? Well, Well, off the air, you could give us your address somehow. You you call the office and give the address and we'll ship it out to you. Or you could email us. Or email us. send it to us. All right, I will do that. It's kind of cool. Oh, Greg, you have All such right. a nice, sexy voice. Right. Wow. <laughs> it's appropriate for your show, right? R- right. Oh, yes. Definitely. You're putting me in the mood. <laughs> and we're going to talk about war. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cluster bombs. Well, that's the thing. I don't really want to ruin your vibe. I like what you going, got going on in your show, and I totally uh, support the way that you guys uh, look at life. Thank you. Thank you. We, we try. We try. And uh, life is, you know what? It's such a miracle. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a uh, psychedelic experience, actually. And I can but see. But is it going to be a good trip or a bad trip? Well, we try uh, to make it a good trip with the, a little sex. The bad trips teach us about how to have better trips. You know what I'm saying? It's like the first time you take acid, you might think you're bleeding to death or something. You know, or. I thought I was dying, so I laid down. Right. And I thought I was dead. I could talk about my bad trips, but I want to hear from Greg. Yeah, go ahead, Greg. Well, the thing is, like, you know, I don't want to ruin the vibe, you know. No, that's no, okay. no, no. no don't worry we, about it. We'll we make love, not war, right. but this is a complicated issue because we believe in peace, but we 
have friends in Ukraine. We certainly yes. find this to be different in the sense that most of the wars that we've been against have been started by the U.S. directly, bombing, not just sort of fooling the bomber into bombing, which is kind of what happened here. You know, we kind of pushed Putin, you could say. But at the same time, he did drop the bombs and he keeps dropping them. And so we are not for that. He's not like Ho Chi Minh. He's not even like Saddam Hussein, who I found to be rather vilified. He didn't even have any nuclear weapons. He was like one of those guys who brags that he's got a lot in his pants, but once you pull it down, you see that there's nothing there. Well, I mean, they had little rice bags that they ran around with, and they won a war against one of the biggest, most powerful military countries in the world. All those rice bags. I don't know if they had rice in Iraq, but they definitely no, did in Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. So we find this war to be particularly challenging to go bonobos about. So we're interested in hearing your point of view. Well, the, the, that's why maybe um, it would be a distraction to talk about the cluster bombs. It's just a side issue. Not really. It's right out front and center right now. I mean, I guess that I am somewhat on the fence about how we support Ukraine, how we being America. And it really bothers me that all of these weapons we're giving and selling to Ukraine are just lining the pockets of the war machine, the war profiteers. And that is just horrific. And all the money that's going into these bombs and guns and what have you, as well as the innocent people on the Russian side that are being killed. And I count the draftees in the Russian army, but I can't support just rolling over for Putin. So I'm just kind of shaking around here in the demilitarized zone. And yet <laughs> I can say no to cluster bombs. Those seem like not as bad as nuclear bombs. But yeah, they're just evil, super evil. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's evil and there's super evil. Hero. Right? There's the lesser of two evils. Right. And the cluster bomb seems to be a mid-evil. Well, there is, a, there is something that, I mean, what I'm reading, especially from the, the generals and stuff, is that, of course, if we use the cluster bombs, perhaps we will end the war faster because we can kill more people in the trenches, more, yeah. more Russians in the trenches, right. in which case then they'll go, okay, basta, finito, you know. Um, so that's what do you think Greg is that why you think cluster bombs are okay because you get those guys in the trenches and that's the key to ending the war so cluster bombs they are a horrible weapon uh, that just you got to think about the difference between Ukraine wants to use them on their own territory okay this is not the situation of a country bombing another country with cluster bombs Mm. this is Ukraine defending itself on its own territory they're they're also extremely good at demining they know what they're doing when they say they they want to use cluster bombs in order to drive out the invaders and I think uh, we should respect that if Ukraine says 
we want these, this weapon to get the invader out of our country, I think we should respect them. You have a good point there. I have heard that argument, but absolutely, it just seems to me that these cluster bombs are going to go beyond Ukraine, as a lot of their stuff is going, their weapons. But even in Ukraine, it just destroys people that are not even participating in the war. All weapons do that. Though. And we're relying on how good they are at demining, and it just seems like it ups the ante to the point where now Putin could say, well, it's okay, he's using cluster bombs. We are too. But as you say, Russia's been using cluster bombs for over a year yeah, already. Right, right. Anyway, you know, war itself, and and I get it. You know, I'm 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 totally uh, a uh, uh, at my age. Uh, I'm totally a supporter of uh, of Ukraine and and its its sovereignty and its people. And uh, I come from Europe, and we've always known the Russians as the big bear who wants to eat up territory. Uh, so I'm kind of on the side of the Ukrainians. Um, having said that, uh, war in itself uh, is uh, just an evil uh, way to settle things, and that uh, is how we have, uh, keep in mind, I am, I am a war baby. I, w I was born in the middle of World War II. Having said that, I'm still a war baby because since I've been born, there's been wars after war after war after war. And our ancestors, if we go back in time, were not so violent. No, not at all. Not they were all. more like bonobos. Yeah, they were, they, they were kinder and, uh, you know, maybe they smelled a little funny because they didn't take baths every day. I don't know, you know. And, uh, but... Hey. I really believe that war is not even innate to human nature. I mean, obviously humans can do it just like we can use credit cards, but it's not like we have to make war. I mean, we could, like the common chimps, make a little bit of war over territory. Bonobos don't make war at all. They never have been seen killing each other. And they're kind of our other side. And they do a lot of negotiating. And they do negotiations through sex. I'm not saying we all have to have sex, although Vladimir and Volodymyr having sex would be kind of something I would watch. And Volodymyr would even maybe wear high heels. That would be cool. I know he's worn them. So I digress into my fantasies. We understand what you're saying. They should talk. There should be some talking. Now, who should be the negotiator? somebody that is really good at this. I know in Bonoboville, in the world of Bonobos, it's always a female, almost always, that does the moderating. And it's not easy to moderate. I had a challenge just moderating a panel of people after a movie a month ago. So I do feel that it would have to be somebody of like a Nelson Mandela stature, and of course he's dead. But it could be Z, except he is a little maybe too aligned with Putin. I'm not sure who it should be. This is heavy shit, man. But I, I Z certainly did a good job with Iran and Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. So yep. he's obviously a pretty good negotiator. 
And I just feel that without crying uncle on Ukraine's part, supporting Ukraine, I also feel that there needs to be some effort at negotiations, at peace negotiations. Who is Z? That's the guy in China. Oh. Yeah, that's the, that's the uh, dictator in China. The chairman. The chairman. He's a chairman. <laughs> yes, he's a chairman. He sits in a chair. Like Chairman Mao used right. to do. Right, he used to do. Yeah, but he wears suits, not Mao suits. Right. Right. I'm he wears ties. And Zelensky never wears a tie anymore. I have a Mao man bag, you know. <laughs> a Mao man bag, yes. I do. I use it sometimes. Somebody it's also gave, a woman Somebody bag. gave that to yes, me. Yes, a Chinese woman. Yeah, because I'm, I'm basically a, an anti-capitalist. I believe in sharing. I believe that if the world shares, uh, that we will have a much more peaceful and healthy world. You hear that, Igor? <laughs> We're talking at you. Um and there's no reason why not to share. Well, you know? there's lots of reasons why not well, to. Yeah, because, because you're greedy. Yeah, and you got to make. Because you're an asshole. You have to make seventy-two thousand dollars a day. And you're or, probably sexually frustrated. Possibly, possibly, possibly yes. Probably, uh, or you feel very entitled to sex you're not getting that you think you can get with more money, and power, and yeah, sometimes you can. People are using money and power as an aphrodisiac. But it's a false aphrodisiac, brothers and sisters. The real aphrodisiac is just our bodies and also Greg's voice. Say something else, Greg, I'm getting turned on. You guys are such a positive vibe. What do you do, Greg? Tell us what you do for work or play. Well, I, I live in Europe, actually. Oh, really? Oh. What part of Europe? I live in uh, Central Europe. Okay. Oh, well, no wonder you feel so it. passionately. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's right in your backyard. You're in Central Europe, and there is that danger of imperialism on Putin's part that he just kind of rolls on through. <laughs> and nobody wants that. Nobody with the brain. The big bear is hungry, just like here in Arcadia. They're mm. taking over the territory, the bears yeah. from the mountains. So I can understand why you would want to defend against that being there in Europe. But you sound American. You don't have what I would call an accent. Not at all. That's right. I'm from the southwest of the United States. And ah, so okay. you're studying? Are you a student or are you working? I work here. I've lived here a long time. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Nice. And you don't want to live in the United States or... Do you just have to be there for work? Oh, no. I, uh, I feel like I'm a European kind of person. Mm -hmm. I've always uh, liked the European lifestyle, so I chose to live here. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm thinking of going back to the old country myself. <laughs> well, are you bringing me? Oh, of course. I'm of the course. wife. I would bring you, of course. But I don't speak the language. Oh, you learn the language quickly. <laughs> I don't know about that. I kind of <laughs> am attached to English. Uh, but it's getting crazier and crazier here in the United States, although it's pretty crazy in Europe, too. It's pretty crazy all over the place. But is this your first time here on FDR listening? 
I think this is the second show I've listened to. Oh, okay. And uh, I, I appreciate the show. It's just that um, um, you have to forgive me, but the only thing I talk about is Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Oh, and why is that? So I'm... Well... Just your specialty? I just... Uh, no, it's... Uh, I feel very passionate about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. A lot of people who, who live in this part of the world also feel that way. And, um, you know, Russia has invaded, you know, I don't know if you know this, but they've invaded Georgia. They already occupy Mm -hmm. parts of Georgia. They already occupy parts of Moldova. Yeah, yeah. Um, My great, um, great grandfather was from Moldova. Wow. Mm. And I have ancestors from Ukraine and Russia, both. I do understand the fraternity that that these people are very close to each other but there's a big difference and I mean one thing I really have a bee in my bonnet about Putin for in addition to just bombing the shit out of people is that he's so against communism he is really down on Lenin who I always wish had lived a little longer so that he could have tried his brand of dictatorship as opposed to Stalin and Putin seems to favor Stalin yeah uh, but uh, you know the, the, the big bear there has a reputation through history of trying to grab other people's stuff yeah I mean, well Stalin you know, fought against Hitler of course yeah, and basically uh, won yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think life is not so black and white, more like blue and yellow. <laughs> I'm looking at your little flag here. But it's complicated, and it's disturbing that it's complicated. I'm disturbed that I, who have always been totally for peace, always stop the war, and I still say stop the war. But we can't just stop the war by giving in to the aggressor. I do not want to do that. But I do want to be a little more creative in terms of how to stop this war. Like maybe send a dominatrix over to Moscow to (laughs) get Putin under her thumb since none of these politicians can do it. Maybe a good dominatrix in just his fetish could get him to see reason. It's a possibility. He wants to be a czar. Erotic hypnosis. He wants to be Every powerful man has a soft side that maybe you could take advantage of. Yeah. Right. There's always a vulnerability. And it often has to do with humiliation, the desire not to be humiliated. And I just feel that our black and white interpretation of this war, as most wars, that there's good guys and bad guys, it just supports the idea that somebody's going to get humiliated. And that makes the other side dig in their heels. They don't want to be humiliated. So I just guess that me being a supporter of Ukraine and yet trying to understand the Russian and even the Putin point of view is how I am. That's how I am 
applying the bonobo way. I'm not going to be gung-ho about any of these bombs. And so cluster bombs are the latest. I appreciate your very technical defense of them, very interesting. But I'm against escalating the death and destruction. So nevertheless, I do appreciate hearing from you, Greg. I just like, I'm a lefty, but I appreciate hearing from people on the right wing. I can see how there are so many people these days. The lefties are not always in my favor. I think I've been censored by lefties, and, frankly. And the lefties aren't from Mars, and the right are not from the other. What is that? And what is Zuck, the cuck? <laughs> I mean, is he left or right? He pretends to be kind of pro-rainbow, but then again, he's all for fascism. So, I don't know. I think it's harder and harder to draw the lines of leftism these days. And even the leftist publication that I write for, Counterpunch, it has some people writing that are very pro-peace at all costs, and some people writing very pro-Ukraine and defend Ukraine with yeah, weapons. Yeah, 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 and yeah. it's got the range, because I think that the editor, Jeff St. Clair, can see that we can't be totally black and white about this stuff. We have to finesse our way through the jungles. Well, uh, the, 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 yeah, but uh, we have to sort of, and I hate to say this because it's kind of a right-wing thing, stand your ground. You have to defend your territory. Which you is why I understand that's what Greg is yeah, doing. He's absolutely. right there in Central I, Europe. I totally believe that. Uh, and I get that. I'm over here in California. Yeah. So it's not my ground. So I am being more reflective than I imagine the Ukrainians themselves or the Central uh, a, Europeans a, are. I mean, they have bombed that country to... I, it's just... Uh, it's an obscenity. It's an obscenity. At the, uh, just a real obscenity. Forget tits and ass. That's an obscenity. This this wiping out. And by the way, the speaking country. of tits and ass, Putin yes. is also very anti-rainbow, anti-expressing your sexuality in any other way but the approved, fucking for babies type of thing. He needs more babies for his armies, right? I think that's how the U.S. is, too. I really do think that Putin is reflecting mostly George W. Bush. And I did want to talk about George W. Bush, by the way, tonight. So I see that they are kind of ricocheting off of each other. And when they first met, it was like almost sexual. There was a real bromance between Putin and George W. And I saw in Putin's eyes, oh yeah, I see what you do. You just go in and you bomb the shit out of a country. And you just say that you're doing it because the leaders are Hitlers. And you just can do that. And then you win because the country is smaller than yours. Except we never did win in Iraq. 
<laughs> and Putin is not going to win in Ukraine. I don't believe so. Uh, I mean, uh, no. I, I don't know if the Ukrainians exactly are going to win, but they're not going to lose. No. And they're going to. Ca- I think they're going to carry on and carry on. Uh, just like uh, other wars, they're going to defend their country. Now, you may take it over, but hey, guys running around in bicycles with little bombs and Molotov And it really, really sucks because I don't feel the people, even the ones that are part of the Nazi groups in Ukraine, really want this. This is all put out there by the war profiteers. And Putin is one of the biggest war profiteers in the world. He is profiting from this war. Well, he's also a merchant of death. He, uh, like America, uh, we sell weapons to whoever has the money, honey. Yes. You know, and Russia is no different. And he's even profiting from the sanctions in a way oh yeah in this really sleazy way but in any case it's a very complicated situation it isn't as easy as it looks and i was going to say it it isn't as easy as world war ii when you had this obvious evil guy hitler but then again stalin was our ally but then immediately afterwards we accept all these nazis into our nuclear program Uh, and we turn on Stalin and Russia. So there are gray areas, I think, among all of this, which is why I cling to the bonobo way. Us Italians, we were on the side of Hitler. And then... That's right. We ended up on the winning side. (laughs) Kind (laughs) of. We got bombed a little bit. <laughs> we got a little bombing going by on. By the Allies. Yeah. But then we went, all right, we uh, like your uh, wine, uh, we like your pasta. And you know We like <laughs> Sophia Loren. We'll take Most you in. <laughs> but we took in all these Germans, too. We didn't really ostracize the Germans for very long. Just the Russians, our allies, that we fought Hitler with. We only fought Hitler because he got out of hand. But I think that there's a lot of fascism in America. And I think that Putin has taken up the fascist mantle just in a different part of the world. Listen, he, he's been working on fermenting. Is there such a word? Fermenting? Fomenting, is it? Fermenting. Well, fermenting is what you do with the wine. But fomenting is what you do with right. the war. To cause this kind of dissent in this country and the idea that somehow we're different than the people who live in the south versus our left coast people Mm. you know i think we have common goal we don't want censorship okay but i want to talk to greg before he hangs up because You know, he's been hanging around while we're oh, yapping. I'm, I'm sorry, Greg. So we, we got the thing away. is, I understand. I was going to ask him all about his sex life, but uh. I shouldn't do that because he only comes on the call-in platform to talk about Ukraine. Yeah, well, that's I get it. Passion and but and I do want to make a suggestion, sure. Greg. I would like to suggest that you do a show, kind of like Tokyo Rose. I did this right, we for did the troops in Desert Storm. I called it Desert Susan. So you're going to send 
these tapes, well, they're not tapes. When I did it, they were tapes, but <laughs> they would be like, I don't know, podcasts, or TikToks to the Russian troops in your sexy yeah. voice, Greg, you should do a Tokyo Rose for the Russian troops and tell them to abandon their guns and their foxholes. Tell them that the cluster bombs are coming for them and you're only looking out for their welfare and they should go AWOL and take the risk and become a prisoner of war where hopefully they'd be treated well or just run away. And you should say this in your sexy voice and it might do some good. You know, there are other ways to fight this war than just sending a bomb. You know, there's seduction. We sent those tapes to 400 of the top military guys. Yeah. Okay. And and we ended the war for a little while. <laughs> and it came back. Many years later, this guy walks into the studio. Right. Jack. In. Jack. He walks in and he goes, I just loved the Desert Susan tapes. That really helped me yeah. to get through. Through. Desert and, Storm. Yeah. So he was in Desert Storm. Actually, those, that was kind of a little masterpiece we did there. Huh? And then he abandoned war. We actually got him to abandon yeah, his <laughs> career as a military man. He was going for it for life. And he decided, no, I'm going to become into BDSM. Because he understood that he was a little amosexual into warm, this kind of power exchange. And he got into BDSM. Warm buns. Warm buns. That's what it's called. Warm buns. Mm, that's nice. That's cute, right? <laughs> Sounds delicious. Hey, Greg, don't forget to send us an email. And wherever you are in Europe, no matter where you are, we have a long arm. And we can get that microphone over to you. And I'd be mighty proud if you wore it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We could send it to you. Yeah. We'll pay the postage so greg what do you think of my tokyo rose idea it's good but uh i don't think i have your powers of promotion that uh i've just never been that good at that kind of thing i don't know why well you're doing, doing it right here. here let me tell you you're hanging oh, really? out yeah. and impressing us and we don't usually talk to pro-war people no i'm just kidding i know you're not a pro-war no. person just a pro-cluster bomb person. <laughs> I'm not even right-wing, by the way. Um, I want to tell you that I co-organized the first demonstration against the invasion of Iraq oh, in, right. in, the, in, wow. in the country in Europe where I live. And um, Good for you. It's true that nothing is simple close-up. We look at World War II, and you know, if you look at that close-up, it's not simple. Right. But historically, we can see that it was... A terrible evil of Nazism yes. that had to be stopped. Yes. And again, not to again not to oversimplify, but it's really this is the Russia's invasion of Ukraine is the modern equivalent in my point of view, and there's really nothing to do but to stop it, to go full force against it. And um, this, Greg. you know, they they are in they are they are the Russians are in 
Ukraine. They they want to take it over. Yes. They yeah. they are bombing. There's there's bombings. There's torture rooms. There's, yeah. Do you know about this uh, abducting of children yeah. by yeah. the ten, tens Terrible. of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands? And really, I don't think it's any time for um, half measures or um, you know being on the fence. Because being on the fence, you can hurt yourself that way. Yeah. Well, you can. That's true. You can hurt yourself. And I'm often on the fence and I could just split my pussy right open. But <laughs> I can't deny that I am on the fence about a lot of things in regards to this. Did you hear his defense and how eloquent it was? Very eloquent. This is a guy who knows nothing about PR. Oh, well, that's what he said. <laughs> but that's part of his being a little bit modest. You should be doing that. Uh, although, if you're going to send tapes or, or thumb drives to Russia or the Russian army, I would also move every once in a while. <laughs> so, because Putin is a, is a bastardly, dastardly a thief. And when the thief comes to the door, excuse my Italian, you got to fucking knock him out. <laughs> However, i got to say that there were parts to that World War II that were not necessary like the dropping of oh, yes. the atom bombs we had already defeated the nazis actually stalin defeated the nazis america just kind of got the glory i mean not just but stalin and the russians worked really hard they and lost millions died a lot to defeat the nazis and america actually you know, got a lot of glory defeated some of the nazis but really dropped those bombs on innocent people in hiroshima and nagasaki and the fact was we had already won the emperor was surrendering an unconditional surrender had been offered and we just wanted to teach the russians a lesson and we wanted to test the bombs very important both of those terrible yeah. reasons terrible and so i guess criminal that weighs on me and keeps me somewhat on the fence but leaning towards the ukrainian side and definitely leaning towards encouraging you, Greg, to speak. And, and of course, you can keep preaching to the choir, but the greatest test of your skill, and you do have a lot of skill, is to try to talk to the other side and try to encourage them. I mean, when I say Tokyo Rose, I know that's not exactly you, but... You, you don't want to call yourself Tokyo Rose. Well, okay. no, Greg, maybe Greg Rose. Greg Rose. <laughs> Greg Slam. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk again. We should go. But we very much enjoyed talking with you, Greg. Do you support the strike here in Hollywood? Totally. Oh, there you totally. go. Totally. Totally, I support All right. Now, let me ask you one last question. Do you want the sparkly one, or do you want the hand? The silver Mike? one. Mike and hand, the silver one. And by the way... So you know, just to be clear about that, it's not real gold. Or real silver. <laughs> or real silver. Sort of pewter or something <laughs> but like that. Yeah, but they're very nice. They're very cute. I wear, this, I wear the sparkly one when I wear it, you know. Mm. <laughs> kind of heavy. It's a, it's a, yeah, and it's a, you know, it's a... Uh, Which would you prefer? Gold? Gold? Sparkly or Your sort choice. of silver? Sparkly sounds great. Okay, that's what you're going to get. Yes, and All you have right. such a sparkly voice. Mm. All right, well, Greg Slam wins a sparkly microphone. Microphone. And 
we will talk again soon, I hope. In the meantime, we are here, and uh, some of us are queer. And I'm kind of queer. I don't know if you are, but you wear pink shirts a lot. I love pink shirts. Mm -hmm. And you like the sparkly it microphone. It's a manly man thing. Right. Pink See, shirts. that is not black and white either, in my opinion. <laughs> I feel that there's this Kinsey scale of who you are and who you love. But then there's the silk panties that were. Bisexual and very bonobo and empowered female who sometimes likes to be on top. I, well, I just see it's not a gray area because that sounds kind of dull, but a rainbow of facets to us all, which is why even though I'm a lefty, I got a big problem with these lefties that have censored me on Meta, who are so politically correct and somehow they feel that what we talk about is not politically correct right i think that that's the reason we might be going on rumble into the yes. belly of the beast so As you guys follow might us be there going. by the way i want to remind you i have been nominated for most popular sex educator in the urban x awards so speaking of rainbows of colors I'm in the Urban X Awards, an Ashkenazi Jew. How about that? <laughs> and I am not COVID preventive because of my Jewishness. I haven't gotten COVID, it's true, but I think it's because I got all the vaccines and I wore a mask a lot when it was really around and I would still wear a mask if it's really around. You'll pay in years from now when you start growing another eye. Ah, yes. Or I must say the vaccine is not all great. I still no, feel yeah. it a little bit. Me too. You pay a price. It's but a little bit of all arm All medicine pain. is like that. Yes, it yes. Can, can, all medicine it, has its downside. Yeah, it'll kill you. Right, <laughs> and it can kill you, all of it. But I've taken five or six vaccines, and I'm still here. I'm banned here and there, maybe because I <laughs> too many the vaccines. vaccine. Too many vaccines. Anyway, what else do I want to say before we go? Okay, well, you should watch the Vice documentary, but I'm just hoping it's on on August the 8th, this strike that I very much support might interfere with my long-awaited Vice documentary. Do we get to go demonstrate? We're on SAGA too. Oh, we are. Actually, AFTRA. we're AFTRA members. No, uh, no now they're, they're the one. They're together, SAG-AFTRA. Yeah, SAG-AFTRA. Right. Yes, we could. We should go down there. Yeah, we could. We could. Not that we've gotten a Hollywood job lately. I know, but we could get... And we didn't get paid by Vice, we really. We could get autographs or something and sell them. That's why I have great respect for these people on the picket lines, striking. Because I'm a little bit of a pushover. I let them just film here without insisting on being paid. And now they can use my likeness for whenever they want to represent Lady Satan. We got to go. But we support the strike. We support Ukraine. But we also support peace. Peace through pleasure, brothers and sisters. That's why we don't want to humiliate Putin. Well, except if he goes along with my idea of setting a dominatrix in there to kind of humiliate him in a sexual way so that he will end the war. That's what we got to do. And that's what I believe in. I believe in making peace through pleasure. I believe in empowering the females. I believe in nurturing the males. 
and whether that's uh, female or a male in body or in soul whatever way you want to define your gender it's the bonobo way so get it on amazon and also if you need to talk privately because you're too embarrassed you don't want to be humiliated by talking in the caller area if you want to talk privately well you have to pay for that talking in the caller area calling the show is free you're part of the show you're entertaining us and certainly greg entertained us with his sexy voice even though he's a little more pro-war than i am it's not pro-war. He's, I, he's I for the mean. defense of, of a he's country that's next to him. It's right next to him. Yeah. Right. So if we had some robbers next door, yes. uh, we would suddenly be much more alert. Like I would be more alert if Putin was in Mexico, for instance. Uh, yeah, I understood right. the, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah. But they negotiated an end to that. They didn't fire a shot. Right. You know, our previous leaders, Khrushchev and JFK, JFK. were a lot more bonobo, I think. Maybe because they fought in wars. I don't know about Khrushchev, well, actually, but certainly I, JFK I, I, I don't had know the whole story, war. but JFK did tell Khrushchev or whoever it was, uh, you go past here and I bum you. <laughs> Yeah, but he did say, if you remove yours, I'll yeah, remove mine. mine and right. he removed his. From Florida. Well, he had oh, his own bombs in, yeah. mm-hmm. in right. Eastern Europe somewhere. Oh, right, right, right on right. the border of Russia. Of Russia. Maybe near Ukraine or Turkey, yeah. mm-hmm. someplace like that. And, they and both he this, removed this, them. Right. It was an agreement. And so Khrushchev saved face. He could tell his compatriots, I got Kennedy to remove these missiles missiles. on our borders. So if there could be some sort of an agreement like that, that would allow Putin to save face. And it's not just Putin, brothers and sisters. I know we like to just make him the villain, and he is. But there are people around him that think he's not going hard enough. So I'm not going to be so cocky as to think just because somebody offs him that the war ends. So we need to approach this with care. Nuclear weapons are at stake. Not just nuclear weapons, but nuclear power plants. So if you need to talk privately because you're not brave enough, and I was saying that, yes, you're part of the entertainment when you call, and certainly Chris G is very entertaining. He sounds like FDR. And Greg was very entertaining. And I think politics is entertaining. I mean, it's more critical than the Kardashians, it's true. But it's partly entertainment. And so we appreciate you getting in the caller area. But if you don't want to be part of that, if you want to just talk privately about your problems, your pleasures, your problems with your pleasures, you can call us the Therapists Without Borders of the Dr. Susan Block Institute specialists in phone sex therapy at 213-291-9497 that's 213-291-9497 and uh, you can talk with us and cost a little money but it's worth it and if you have a lot of money go ahead ten thousand twenty thousand dollars you can send that That'll keep us from closing the doors. Absolutely. We could use it. <laughs> yeah. And also I, give I, I, to WeHo. I, We're all for giving to WeHo. They're I, a very similar organization in I some ways. I don't want to $5 the readers to death. The rich should pay. You got money? You like the show? 
right. send us a check. Hey, a couple of years ago, we had a, a gentleman supporting us, $14,000 every year. That's right. He would send, yeah. And yeah, anyway, uh, so keep your $5 because inflation is bad. And if you got extra stuff that you've stolen from someone, you can give us some of that. You can even watch our erotic adult shows for free. Or you can give. At drsusanblock.tv. And you can also give money there. But we're just saying. If you're broke. It's free you if you yeah. haven't got a dime. Right. <laughs> or a dollar. Or ten dollars. Nowadays. Yeah. But right. if you got too much, send it over here. We right. can always use extra. Spread it around like yeah. a clusterfuck. Share. Right. Share, share your money. We'd rather see cluster money bombs. It's a pleasure being to share. Around. It's a pleasure to share. It is. Yeah. It is a great pleasure. You know what? It's more of a pleasure to share than to receive in many ways. Oh, yeah. Unless you really need it. But very often when people give you things and you don't need it, you feel a little awkward. Yeah, you say, what the, what the fuck? This what do I do with this, what thing? Is this thing? But yeah. when you share with people that you know need what you're giving, it's the most beautiful, pleasurable feeling. It's like giving uh, sexually. That is a form of sex, to give. Isn't that what we do when we have sex when we have really good sex we give head we share each other's bodies so you can do that with money too all right igor you hear that you'll feel really good bob Iger. source we're here and everybody vote for me for most popular sex educator goodbye of the urban x awards and make like bonobos you can defend yourselves and the area right around you. But otherwise, make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make kink, not war. Kink is what the bonobos do because all of their sex, most of it isn't procreational. It's recreational, which is really what kink is all about. And kink has a way of diffusing your violent energy, which is why I want to send that dominatrix over to Putin. Anyway, make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight. Even, Even if, if that someone, someone is you. you. I love you. I love you. to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else, you can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience, or a combination. My world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 
291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.